Hi, everybody. My name is Bree, and I am an alcoholic. And uh, I have a sobriety date, it's 12 12 21. So I'm just, uh, just hit 19 months. And um, I have a lot of uh, mixed feelings being in Laguna Niguel. I actually used to live here for about, I know, God, I'm so bad at time, but um, didn't matter. I, I lived here for a couple of years. I, um, I was a bartender and a server at Stadium Brewing Company. Um, did a lot of drinking there and a lot of partying here. And I also attempted to get sober here. Um, I knew what AA was. My grandma is my Eskimo. She's got 27 years of sobriety. And uh, she, when I was younger, I think my first meeting was probably around age 12 or 13. I always used to give her her cakes on her AA birthdays. And I always heard something that I could relate to. I was like, oh shit, that's me. Oh shit, damn. Like I always like always identified with something. And uh, I just told myself like, I'm too young to get sober. Like I was 13 years old. Like I still had a lot of shit to do, you know? Like I had shit to do. And, um, you know, but it was that seed. It was like that seed that was planted in me. And I like, and then when I was, you know, ready and willing to get sober, I knew where to go. And I'm eternally grateful for that. And I'm eternally grateful for these rooms. And um, yeah, I just, I, man, I don't know. I, I started drinking at 13. Um, my brother was a favorite child. I kind of had like that. He was kind of like good at everything type of kid. And I just was kind of like there. And so I turned to drugs and alcohol. I mean, I started smoking pot. I started drinking. I got in trouble in high school. I got arrested in high school. Um, I got sent to an outpatient rehab and that's where I found cocaine. I know this is an AA meeting, but drugs are part of my story. And um, yeah, I started down, found cocaine and I just, they went hand in hand for years. And then when I moved here um, right after high school, about two years after high school, um, I started going to Saddleback College and I was trying to get my shit together, but then I started working at the bars. So that allowed my alcoholism to really, you know, take, take a hold of me yet again. And, uh, I tried to get sober down here. I used to go to meetings in Dana point. And, um, actually this time around when I got sober, um, I actually found a newcomer packet that was given to me at a meeting in Dana point. And, and this sweet little lady wrote on here, I could barely make out the words on it. It said, uh, serenity by the sea Tuesday, you know, call me. And she put her name down and I still have that newcomer back to this day and it was like you know I've always like had that literature and if you're new and first of all welcome to the newcomers and congratulations to all the chip takers those are huge milestones like just keep coming back and like give yourself a chance give yourself a chance like this program works if you work it and um yeah I just I you know I try I tried I and I and when I came to meetings in Orange County you know I didn't get a sponsor I didn't work the steps I just went to meetings. I just showed up and just like fucking white knuckled it all the time. And um, I ended up getting involved with a guy. He came over and we drank and that's just that. Yeah, that was, and I relapsed out. I think I had like maybe nine or eight or nine months. I don't remember, but um, I, I never worked the steps. I didn't know shit about this. I just went to the meetings. I thought that's what you did, but you know, I, I didn't take the suggestions. I didn't have anybody to call. Like I just, I had nothing. So started drinking back on my, you know, back on my fucking hobby horse again. And, um, yeah. And then about, yeah, 19 months ago, I was just coming down off out of like a three day bender and, um, you know, God put me on my knees in my living room. And I heard a still voice that said like, Brie, you have to get sober or you're going to die. 
And I, and I've always had God in my life, you know, for, for the most, for most part of my life, I actually went through, um, two and a half years of Bible college. I have my biblical, I have a bachelor's in biblical studies. I was still using and drinking during all that, but I, I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad, but you know what? Like it's all God's timing. It wasn't my timing. I had to go through what I went through to get to where I am today. And, um, yeah, I just, I started working, you know, I worked the steps. I have a couple sponsees right now. Um, that is like the most humbling experience of this whole program. And it's like giving back what was so freely given to me. And, uh, I, I tell them all the time, I'm like, you guys help me more than like, than you, I'm helping you, you know, and it's a gift. And uh, I'll just tell us a quick, um, little story about today. Uh, so, you know, I live in Redondo beach or whatever. And my friend Heather, she had to go make amends. She's got 11 years of sobriety. Right. And she had to go make amends at a rehab today because she stole a picture off the wall. Um, and that was her higher power because she didn't, couldn't find her higher power. So she fucking stole a picture off her wall. Everyone in the rehab was in on it and they distracted everybody. So she could take her suitcase up there and put God in the, you know, in the thing. And she fucking took it with her. And today, cause we came down here and because I'm here, you know, I got to experience her making amends at this recovery center and bringing God back, you know, she, it was the most, it was the craziest experience. Like we walked in, the guy was like, she's like, do you work here? And he's like, oh uh, yeah, but I just like quit today. So uh, I don't know. Like it was just, it was so awkward, but you know what? It was such a God shot. He said that, he said that the, uh, the leader of the recovery center had just dropped him off. He called him. We got, he walked in the door and Heather was just like, hi, I'm here to return God. And like, and this guy, and you know, and the young kid that was kind of awkward in the beginning, he was standing there. And after everything happened, he was like, he was like, thank you so much for returning it. Like, I really respect that. I, you know, have you been sober this whole time? And she's like, yeah. And he was just like, okay. And at first he was going to get, let her take it. But then he decided that he wanted to keep it because it was like, all right, this is a story, you know, like, this is really cool. And like, this has to be talked about, you know, and like asked her to come to a panel and this kid witnessed all of this, you know? And he's like, wow. He's like, I am on my ninth step. And my first amends went really bad. They backlashed on me. It went terrible. But like seeing this happen in live action really helped me. So like, thank you. And that's the beautiful thing about this program is like, I know I don't have friends that go say, hey, can you come with me to make amends? I used to have friends that said like, fuck it, let's go score some blow and like do this. Like I've never had true friends before I came to this program. And like, we just don't, you don't do that. That's what you get in Alcoholics Anonymous. That's what I got. I got like a piece of like feeling a part of and feeling like I actually have purpose today, you know, like it's just, it's so beautiful. And like, it's just, it's, I didn't orchestrate any of this. Like, this is all my higher power. And, you know, I have to let God run the show because if I, if I try to get in the, you know, I like, I really, my whole drinking career, I would say like, I just got in the way of myself. Like if I just let, like, you know, I'm, I'm just doing the footwork, but God's in the results business. And that's all I can do. That's all I can do is leave it up to God because, you know, and if you don't have a higher power, fucking steal a picture off the wall and call it your higher power. Because you never know what's, what's, you never know what's going to happen with that one day, you know, like you just don't know. And if you just do put one foot in front of the other and like, give yourself a chance and do the steps, get a sponsor, come to meetings, be a regular at a meeting. You know, that's been a big thing for me too, is like 
going consistently to the same meeting, kind of sitting in the same seat. I'm like kind of a little bit of a creature habit of that, you know, because people know I'm there. People know that like I'm consistently showing up and um, it's just been, I don't know, sobriety is beautiful. Yes, it's not always unicorns and rainbows and perfect, but it's really given me a chance to look at what I used to drink at and what I used to drink over. Because I did, I I drank at everything. If it was hot, if it was cold, if it was a good day, bad day, like I drank whenever. That's all I knew. It was my identity. And now I don't have to, you know, it is, you know, being an alcoholic is the best thing that's ever happened to me because I've given myself a chance now. I've given myself a chance at life. It was just a worthless piece of shit, just like running around ruining everyone else's lives. Like I didn't care. Selfish, self-centered, self-seeking, all of those, all of those character defects. And Today, I'm just, I, I don't know, I'm just in gratitude of these rooms and the people in it. And like the fact of just being honest is huge for me. I used to fucking lie down in my teeth all the time. And it, I made my life difficult. Like lying was hard. And now, you know, telling the truth and being honest, I don't really have to worry about much. I just get to kind of be myself and you know, just work the steps and yeah, just give yourself a chance. I, I promise this program works. And if, you know, if you're a drinker like me, I mean, I, it was kind of day in and day out and, um, yeah, I'm just super grateful to be here. And I really hope that everybody, you know, just give yourself a chance and yeah, I guess that's all I have. Thanks.